Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion, and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Today, I'm very excited to be back in the studio at Hi Hello Labs in downtown Orlando with a different setup as well. I feel like trying different uh, ways to have the studio set up has helped me to just feel comfortable, find out like what is the best vibe. And so let me know if you like this vibe with a table. Um, and I know you guys like the couch. That's like my favorite. It's like the couch um, interview style. It's really fun. And so I'm just really excited for this episode and just to be chatting with you guys. Um, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review and share it with a friend let someone else know about beauty marks podcast and if you want to support the podcast you can do so at beautymarkspodcast.com and in the link in the show notes on today's episode i wanted to give you guys an update and just kind of continue the series of singleness so last week's episode was about um, singleness and the road less traveled and so when we think about that um Another part that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is actually the post-breakup reality and what actually happens with withdrawals, loneliness, the things that you feel and the things that maybe stop you or hold you back from moving forward. I know that now being able to look at it with a different perspective, it helps because that's what time does when you like intentionally do something with that time during the healing process. But I know that originally when I first, what kept me stuck, stuck there for a while for me personally were certain things that I was allowing or not setting boundaries or not being honest with myself um, to see like how, what do I need to do to um, protect my peace, to let go and to kind of move forward. So something for me first that was making it hard post-breakup was the contact with my ex. Um, and let's be honest, let's be real, when it is when you're used to just talking to someone and when you're used to just having a routine, it's hard to break that, especially because I was in a long-term relationship. So the reality is that it's like that whole process of grieving, no one tells you about that. Everyone says like, okay, it's over, but it's like, you actually grieve the relationship. And sometimes it's even in the relationship that you're grieving when you know it's not a good fit for you. So for me, what kept me there longer was keeping contact. So the back and forth of like, how are you? You know, missing the person, just kind of allowing little windows in your life to still have access to them and also them have access to you. So that can be as little as social media. So like checking to see if they're looking at your stories, um, checking, you know, to see if they're in someone else's story. So it's like that kind of obsession of contact or knowing what they're doing or anything like that, like that will keep you stuck. And until I was able to finally get to the decision to hit the block button and cut off that contact, that's really what helped me to move forward. And if I'm honest, that actually took a really long time. Um, I would love to say that I like did it right away and I like did self-love and care and really protected my peace during that time. But no, it was really hard because letting go of something that you thought was going to be you know, your future, it's hard because you're not only grieving the person, but you're also grieving the idea of what it would have been like or the future that you had made in your head. And I think that's the part that people don't talk about that, like the feelings that come with that. So that 
leads to staying stuck in the past. I feel like what makes it hard to let go or to move forward in your life is always reliving the past or like the good times with someone. Um, it didn't work out for a reason. And there's a, a part of you that eventually you'll get to the place where you can accept that there was good moments, there was bad moments, and there was this person just wasn't the one for you, you know, and things don't work out. I think originally when I first went through the breakup, it was a lot of pain. There was a lot of just um, things that were that were hurtful in that in that process, things that were just I was trying to understand that I wanted an answer. I wanted a closure that keeps you stuck for a long time when you want closure, when in reality, sometimes things just end and things just aren't what it is you know what i mean and so now when i look back i see that i was very young and i had started dating this person when i was 18 and so to go through that process and grow as an adult um i wasn't the healthiest version either you know i played a part in part of my misery and taking and and at first i felt a lot of like beating myself up about it like man I should have known like man I should have let it go from a long time ago here were all the signs and through therapy like I was processing a lot of that stuff and it would come up I would be like man Liz like you could have just never gone back because the reality is that there was a year that we broke up like 10 times and like that's not healthy like don't normalize breaking up and um people make it like okay you're young you're figuring things out but how much damage that caused me and how like it started a cycle that i just couldn't get out of and that's the reality like you can be in dysfunctional uh, patterns that you see as normal like you're kind of like this is you know relationships are hard so then you're just like repeating the same thing over and over and i remember I got to the point where I was like, this is literally insane. Like I'm doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And I always end up at the same place. Like, and we would always break up for the same exact reason. And I feel like what kept me stuck there was the shame that I put on myself. Um, and also just beating myself up about stuff that I didn't know, you know? And so that process took some time. And then also getting to the place where I realized that I had to play a part in the dysfunction. And that was something I had shared before. It was that I realized that self, self-care self and self-love for me means so much because I didn't have that. And I didn't care about myself. I didn't protect my heart. I definitely lost myself in relationships. And so I feel like now um, I have seen how having care for your heart, protecting your heart, protecting your mind, and being able to see what you need is so important. And having your own voice. I feel like now I have been more vocal about a lot of things like through through like what I want and what I don't want than ever before. And I feel like if I was to go back to like the 21 year old version of me, um, that would have changed a lot of things, but we can't go back in our past. So why live there? Why, you know, beat ourselves up about stuff that we didn't know and a version of us that needed grace and that needed to to just be um, to just learn the tools that you never did. So aside from that, beating yourself up and kind of reliving the past, it's also what happens when like you miss kind of the toxicity because you're so used to it. And so there's a part of you that's like, okay, I know that there's like the process, like you accepting that it's not going to work out, but then the process of you being like, why do I miss it? Or like, why do I like 
still want to know about this person or like you know if it was so bad like why you know like why like and I remember like trying to tell myself like stop thinking about it like it was like we can't control our thoughts we can just control how long they sit there and what we do with those things so I remember in the beginning what kept me stuck was a lot of like stop thinking about it like kind of like again be is more the beating myself up about stuff that's like it's normal it's a process things that remind you of the person um just memories and things like that places and it's like it's part of it and it's part of the grieving also because there were good times as well as there were bad times and that doesn't mean that you're stuck in that and that doesn't mean also that you should go back because that is a whole nother thing where you start believing that because you haven't um it's been six months it's been a year it's been two years that means that you're not moving forward when in reality like moving forward really doesn't mean that you never stop thinking about them it just means that that's you're deciding not to go back you know to that and you're not allowing that um either access I'm really big on the whole cutoff thing because I saw how when I would leave that door open, I would always end up in the same place and it would end up hurting me. And it's like our heart is so um, it's so it can be so fragile, you know, and especially when you're in a place where you care about someone like you're doing a disservice to yourself. And I would care so much also about the other person like you know but like I want to be there for them or like you know they're also hurting you know so I want to help them but it's like no like you cannot you cannot heal in the same place that hurt you you cannot be there and um help each other if you guys are both you know bleeding out in your own in your own process so it's like go get a therapist go get a friend um and that is what's going to help and building community and having accountability is always the best um i remember also in the processes of feeling lonely and i shared about that in the last episode about when you get there it's so empowering and it's so helpful but how during those moments you start doubting the decisions that you made um you know i was in the, this relationship for me, for many years and i remember during the process of I guess finally accepting that it wasn't going to work out, it was um, like in the relationship towards the end. I was like, maybe this isn't what's best for me because I've lost myself. I, I It's affecting my body, my health, my mind, my relationships. And I still wanted though what I wanted and I still like wanted to fight for it. But I felt like by the time that it it was over and everything like that, the moments that I that I felt like the most loneliness, I was like, maybe I should just kind of just settle back. You know what I mean? Like maybe um, try it again, you know, and I saw how even those thoughts like they're normal and that I want to normalize that like those things can come up. But it's important what you do during those things and those moments because those are vulnerable moments, you know, that can take you back to be exactly where you started. Um, I remember that during like post breakup, what was very hard was like, I would say the hoovering. So the hoovering is like when someone ends, ends the relationship, but like they still are around. So like they're either liking your stuff, emailing, texting, calling, um, and that kept me stuck there for a very long time because it's like the constant reminder of like, oh, what was like, oh, like, you know, I wish things would have worked out or like I miss you or, you know, I have these regrets. And that was hard for me because I had decided to move forward and I had um, blocked this person and it continued happening, you know, for 
a very long time. Like, and so that whole process of like, man, like I felt like in a way it was like a selfish thing of their part because they weren't allowing me to move forward. And I had had conversations and had said like, hey, like I can't, like I can't be your friend. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it was very hard for this person to accept that and to finally like let it go. Um, and I think that also made me sometimes doubt my decisions of being like, well, you know, this person is there, this person is trying. But then again, going back into the cycle, it would end up in the same exact place. So that can also stop you from moving forward is the contact, but also someone else continu continually like overstepping the boundary to either contact or to tell you how much they regret things when it's like, no, something that. I would say if I was in my early 20s, something that I feel like I would not do again is continuously give someone chances. I know people change, people have mistakes and you're young, but I definitely think that we allow things and people to treat us a certain way that eventually gets to the place where people tell you like, I know you're going to be around. So like, I'm just going to do whatever and I can treat you however because you've you've been able to accept me every time back again and they kind of get used to that um and so for me that was the most hurtful thing and so and i realized how many times i've done that before how many times i would um justify behavior or how many times i would just sweep it under the rug or like just try to see the best in things when in, in reality like people show you through their patterns how it will be like you know a mistake is one thing but if someone's consistently doing something that is disrespectful, that's who they are. That's their character. And so if I was to go back, I definitely would say that that was one thing that um, I would have done differently. And also um, cutting it off earlier because I feel like when I kind of dragged it out and still trying to like keep that, you know, because you don't want to look like the bad person. You know, you don't want to look like the one that's being so dramatic. So that took me a while to get to the place where I'm like, no, this is what I need to do. And no matter how I look and no matter what you tell other people, I know my truth and I know what is best for me. And that's what I'm going to do. And so that consistently that you being consistent with your boundaries and you being consistent about where you stand, that is the only way you will continue to move forward is by continuously, consistently showing up and doing. There will be many days that you think or have some self-doubt of decisions that you make that were the best decision for you, but they don't feel good at the moment. So that is something that has been my process throughout. And um, I think when I was able to work on what helped me a lot was like through my my therapy work, I was able to see the pattern, you know, the things that I had in my dysfunction and how you know, when I would talk about things that happened, when I would um, share how I felt or like certain things like that, it it validated why that relationship wasn't going to work out. And so sometimes you have to make a list and remind yourself why it didn't work out. And the moments that really made you like question either your worth, your value, and the moments that you lost yourself, because that is the reality we sometimes like over time we start romanticizing the past or we start romanticizing a relationship when it's like there was good and bad but clearly that wasn't the best fit for you so there was some dysfunction in it for myself now i can look at it 
as a whole versus just like a one thing and just be like, okay, these are the things that I, I would do differently. These are the things that I did wrong and things that I wouldn't allow for a future relationship and where I would like cut it right away. And so it's helped me, you know, to be able to look back and evaluate, but it took a long time to get there. It was uh, a process. It was a lot of tears. It was a lot of moments that even through this podcast, like there was days that like something had just happened and being able to like not, um, I would say I, I have shared this before, but it's like kind of like not bleed over and talk about it. It's more like I want to talk about things that I'm healed from or like already worked through, not stuff that I'm still processing or working through. So it was hard like last year and the year before where it was like there was stuff happening that I couldn't really talk about yet. And so now I'm in a much better place. But I want to be honest that I know that like when you're in cycles um, of dysfunction, it is so hard to get out. And sometimes it's so easy to go back versus moving forward because you don't know what the moving forward looks like and you don't know if it's going to be good and you don't know if you're going to make it and you don't know if you're going to meet someone, you know. But I feel like just like how I shared last week, I think that the unpopular opinion is thinking that moving forward means to move forward to someone else. I think it's really about you finding yourself and you can move forward without someone else. You can literally move on and never go back to your ex by choosing yourself and focusing on the things that you're doing for yourself and feeling loved in your community by feeling like, you know, those areas that maybe used to be with someone else, like now it's like you have a full life. And so I hope you got something out of today's episode. Just wanted to share that part. I will be doing throughout the year um, just different series on singleness, dating, and all of that. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast episode. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and I will see you guys next week.